worry-free, finding freedom. Finding freedom. I, I married the love of my life, Tiffany, when I was 22 years old. She was 20 years old. Uh, we'll be married 19 years in, in less than a month in December, or a little over a month in, in the month of December we got married. And next year, I can't believe it, we'll celebrate 20 years of marriage. Can you believe it? I'm only 32. Praise the Lord. I just, wow, so excited. I really, I just unbelievable. I can't believe I've been married to my best friend for almost 20 years. And when we got married, we were dumb. Anybody else dumb when you were, you know, I was just, not everybody that's 22 is dumb. I was dumb. Got married. We got ourselves. We had car debt and we had credit card debt because I charged up our honeymoon and furniture and thing, things on the credit card. We, not only we had automobile debt, we had student loan debt. Um, we just had Best Buy debt because how many to know every young couple has to have a computer in the house? You know what I'm saying? So come on, 12 months, no interest at Best Buy. And that was really good until the 13th month. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it's not good. And my wife and I in our early 20s had $40,000 worth of debt. And so I, I tell you that because I know what it is to have pressure. I know what it is to worry. I know what it is to have anxiety in regards to finances. And many Americans are, are struggling today because of this thing called debt. And I think all of us can say we wish we could go back and undo some financial decisions. Come on, have we all made some decisions we wish we could undo financially? I won't even ask for a show of hands because it's true for all of us. And we find ourselves worried and struggling and with pressure. And Gallup said that 75% of Americans are worried about their finances. 75% and many because of the issue of debt. The, the average amount of credit card debt for Americans is $16,000, $16,000. The average car debt is $27,000. And I'm not saying all debt is bad, but I'm telling you, your car, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it depreciates. The average student loan for Americans is $48,000. We're not even talking about house debt, but just Credit card, car, student loans, people find themselves struggling. And, and debt isn't something that's new in our world. This, this issue, this problem has been around for centuries. It's not anything new. Matter of fact, I want us to look at in the Bible today and look at a family who was struggling with the issue of, of debt. It was strangling them. It was, it was choking them. And, and their, their worry, their stress was at an all-time high. Let's look at the story. It's in 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm going to pick up reading in, in verse number 1. It says, the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha. Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that he revered the Lord. But now his creditor, his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. So, so this grieving widow was about to lose her two children because of debt. Now, let me explain to you in the Old Testament, if you found yourself in debt, they would take you or, or they would take your children and, into slavery. They would make you work off the debt 
until you had worked it all off and then you could find freedom again. So they were going to take her two sons and, and make this lady pay off her debt. And, and this family had created a lifestyle that they could not afford if the unexpected happened. And the unexpected did happen. Now, now the Bible doesn't tell us the kind of debt they were in. We don't know. Maybe they bought a brand new loaded, tricked out Cadillac wagon with two four by four donkeys. I don't know what they bought. But, but they, they acquired something that got them upside down and worried and, and stressed. And so many Americans have created a lifestyle with debt that they can't afford. And they charge up their credit cards for food and for for clothes and for entertainment and vacation, even putting their bills and Christmas presents on the credit card and buying cars they can't afford and homes they can't afford. And, and because of debt, they're living paycheck to paycheck. They're, they're, they're feeling strangled. They're worried. And then you know what happens? Here's what happens. It happens to all of us. The unexpected happens. And when the unexpected happens, people find themselves in a financial mess. Maybe the unexpected is gas prices rise to $4 a gallon, or perhaps you lose your job, or your car breaks down, or you have a baby, or the stock market crashes, or someone dies, or, or there's a health crisis in your family, or you lose your health insurance, and then the next thing you know, you're worried, you're stressed out. And here's how the Bible describes this in Proverbs 22 and verse number 7. It says, the rich rule over the poor. And the borrower is slave to the lender. I sure understand this verse, don't you? <laughs> Come on, MasterCard is your owner. Visa owns you. The department store credit card owns you. The, the auto dealer owns you. And they remind you every single month by sending you a bill to the tune of 18% interest every month. And this lady, she understands the reality of this verse, that she's a, a slave to her lender because the creditor is coming to take her to son. She understands this verse there. They're not showing her any mercy at all. She's a slave to the creditor. Can I tell you, financial bondage is no fun. I know from experience, it's, it's no fun. It can create worry and stress in our lives. And church, what I want to, talk to you today is about finding freedom. You see, in my early 20s, my wife and I, we woke up one day and decided we're not going to live with debt. In our early 20s, we, with minimum income, in less than two years, we paid that $40,000 off. We got ourselves debt-free and remained debt-free except for our home, even today. And it was biblical principles. Listen, listen the, reason I, the reason I'm telling you that it's because I want to give you the biblical principles that we used that helped us find freedom. Listen, as your pastor, here is my heart. I want something for you, not from you. I really want you to find freedom. Come on, just look at your neighbor right now. Look at your neighbor and say, quit putting up a front. This is for you. Come on, this is for you. Come on, let's go ahead and say, quit fronting. Quit acting like you got it together. Quit putting up a front. I don't need this. No, 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 no. Most of us do. Most of us do. Most of us do. So I want to give you, I want to give you two keys to finding freedom. Two keys to finding freedom. 
The first key is this. The key to finding financial freedom begins with me. The key to finding financial freedom begins with me. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. Let me read this verse to you again about this lady. It says, the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out. This lady's desperate. She's crying out to Elisha. Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord. But now his creditor is coming. This guy, well, our family, is lo- we love the Lord. But our creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. And, and this widow is crying out. She's hopeless. She doesn't see any way out of this circumstance on her own. And I talk to a lot of people just like this lady. They feel hopeless. They look at their financial situation. They look at their debt. I've been there before. You look at it and you think there's just no way out. Many would say, I grew up struggling. I grew up in a home where we struggled financially. That would be my case. I grew up struggling or grew up and didn't understand financial management and, and then you, you're struggling today and it's just this mindset, you kind of have this mindset of just, of just lack and just struggle and robbing Peter to pay Paul and, 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 just, and just trying to shift your bills around and, and just trying to make it work and, and no margin in your life and, and wondering how you're going to put gas in the gas tank and buy a meal. You're just, you just start struggling and you start thinking there's no hope and, and struggle becomes a lifestyle. Matter of fact, there are, there are some of you that literally believe that you're thinking, Pastor, I hear you. Praise God. Yay, yay, yay. Glad that worked for you. I'm going to struggle the rest of my life. And I just want you to know, I want you, where it begins, financial freedom begins with me. It begins with you. You've got to realize today there is hope through Jesus Christ with God and God's word. You can find freedom. You don't have to just live with struggle. You don't have to live just going paycheck to paycheck and robbing Peter to pay Paul. Now, listen, I'm not preaching a message today. Oh, you're going to become a millionaire. Oh, that's not my message. I'm just telling you that with the help of God, you don't have to continue just to struggle financially. I want to break a mindset off your life today in the name of Jesus that you don't have to keep trying to struggle and rob Peter to pay Paul and charging up your credit cards. And how many? I said charging. Charging. Because that's what we do. We charge and then we don't pay it off. It is a charge. And, and now we find ourselves paying interest. And I just want to talk to you about you can have victory today. Some of you have a mindset of a defeat. You literally feel like I'm a loser. I'm defeated and there is no hope. But I want you to know in Jesus Christ, you are not defeated. There is hope. You can find freedom. I'm hoping even now some of you are starting to get a shift in your mind and you came in today with darkness and there's no hope at all. I'm just going to keep charging it up. And today I want there to be a shift because the scripture says this in Romans 8 and verse 37. No, in all these things, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Everybody say more. Come on, everybody say more. Matter of fact, say I am more. Yes, the scripture says this, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You are more than a conqueror through Christ, not in some areas, but in all areas. You can conquer this financial area of your life with Christ. With Christ, you are not defeated. You are more than a conqueror. With Christ, you are a winner. With Christ, you can find financial freedom. That's what happened to me. Because some of you are thinking today, well, Pastor, I know you, you got out of debt, and yay for you, you, you got a wealthy relative. No, that's not my story. 
That's not how it happened. The change began in me. I, I just, I woke up one day and told Tiffany, we're not going to live like this. And I, I grew up in a home, you know, where they write checks, and I didn't even understand that some of them checks was hot. Come on, back, back in the day, I thought checks was money. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, get the checkbook out. That seems to work. Praise the Lord. I didn't know you got to have money in the bank. I, literally, I, I grew up, I went to college, didn't understand a checkbook, didn't know how to balance a checkbook. I went to college, I did not understand credit cards, but they sent me one, and I used it. I didn't know. And there had to be a shift in my mindset that says, I don't have to live like this. I don't have to live defeated. I don't have to live robbing Peter to pay Paul. I can create margin in my, my life. I can be more than a conqueror even in this area. You're more than a conqueror. You can find freedom. And before I give you practical application, you won't do anything with this message if you don't believe there's hope through Jesus Christ. There is hope. You can find freedom. Number two is this. The second, the second key to finding freedom is the key to finding financial freedom is through a plan. Through a plan. I want to give you five steps, a five-step plan to financial freedom. A five-step plan. Number one is this, from this lady's life, get help from godly people. Get help from godly people. The Bible says this lady was in debt. She was worrying. She was she was just stressing out about her finances, and she went to Elisha the prophet. She went to the man of God and asked for help. You see, one of the reasons people don't experience financial freedom is because they think to themselves, I don't want anybody to know. And they don't look for help. They don't ask for help. They don't go to godly people and ask for help. But this lady she wasn't too proud to go and say, I need some help. And at People's Church, we want to help you. We're having financial classes going on. They're happening actually right now, immediately following this service. There'll be another financial class at 12 o'clock. The financial class, the worry-free class is going on on Wednesday nights. We have people that are teaching. Matter of fact, one of the couples that's teaching the class, not only are they, are they debt-free on credit cards and student loans, they've actually, their home is paid off in their 30s. Uh, listen, there are people that are teaching those classes that are qualified, that are wise. We want to help you. And let me say this to you. Sometimes we don't go to a class because we think, well, I'm not really struggling, so I don't need any help. We all can use some help. We can all can use some strength. We can all use some brushing up on some principles. We can all learn some tools from other people. We can, we can also, even if you say, I'm not struggling, I would just encourage you, get to the class. Go learn. Go grow. This is an area we can all grow and become better stewards with the resources that God has blessed us with. But if you're struggling today, I want you to know you're not alone. We want to help you. We want to come alongside of you. As a church, you don't have to do this by yourself. Get to a worry-free class today and get some help. Number two is this, a, a, second, a second step to a, a, a financial freedom in, in, this, in this plan is this. Get creative with what you have. Get creative with what you have. Notice this in 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 2. It says, Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all. She said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask 
all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil, excuse me, pour oil into all the jars. And as each is filled, put it to one side. And friends, can I tell you, Elisha helped this lady experience financial freedom by getting her a plan based on what she had, get creative with what she had. She came to Elisha, she said, I'm in debt, I'm going to lose my son, I'm worried, I'm stressed out. And Elisha said, what do you have in your house? Let's get creative with what you have. Hear me today, financial freedom will not begin with what you don't have. Financial freedom begins with what you have. You have to get creative with what you have. You say, Pastor, what do you mean? Well, you have time and energy. Get creative. Perhaps that's getting a part-time job so that you can pay down the debt. Come on, we'll get a part-time job to get in debt. I'm getting a part-time job so I can get some Christmas presents on my credit card. Well, why are you getting a part-time job? You have time and energy. You have the ability to do without. People search, we all have to do without. There's a do without level for all of us. You have to find where your level is, but we all have to do without. And when you're trying to get out of debt, when you're trying to find financial freedom, you have to learn just to do without. For some of you, that means do without an iPhone. Preach, pastor. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I am trying my best. Get a different data plan on that phone. Come on. Trading your iPhone, your, 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 your phone, your, your smartphone, and get you a flip phone. Yeah. Come on. Listen, listen, listen. I believe in my heart flip phones are coming back in style. Be a trendsetter. Come on, somebody. Yes, I'm a trendsetter. Flip. I'm just saying you got to get creative with what you have. I had a friend of mine who saved $70 by switching cell phone companies. Get rid of your cable. You don't need cable. You're trying to get out of debt. Get you some bunny rabbit ears. Get rid of your internet. internet. You don't have to have internet in your home. Pastor, I can't make it. Well, how'd you make it five years ago when you didn't have it? You made it all right. You, you're okay. Sell your car and get a cheaper one. Get a cheaper one. Your car is not appreciating. It is depreciating. That's one of the things, methods me and my wife did. Get, get a cheaper car. Have a garage sale. Oh, no, Pastor, I got to keep this stuff. You haven't used that coffee maker in 12 years. You haven't worn those clothes in nine years. Have a garage sale. Cut some coupons. I'm saying get creative with what you have. Go grocery shopping with coupons. Lower your heat bill by keeping the air in the house at, at 65, 66. Get you some blankets, some, some sweats, some thermal underwear. Come on in the summertime, the air is not going below 75. Get you a fan. Come on, somebody. I'm just trying to help you today. My name is Herbert. I love you. Shop at Aldi's. My wife and I, we got out of debt because we got creative with what we had. My wife was a full-time college student. She got a part-time job at Kohl's. I was full-time traveling. One season, I actually took a substitute teaching job so that we could attack and get ourselves out of debt. We, had, we cut out coupons. We went to the dollar movie theater when we went to the movie. I didn't know what a new release was. A new release? What is that? We're going to the dollar movie theater. I didn't even know where the other movie theater was located. You know what I'm saying? We had a car break down with A's, had no AC. 
We didn't replace that AC. Oh, no. Roll down them windows in Jesus' name. We're going to sweat for the Lord. We're getting out of debt. Not getting no AC. AC is a luxury. There's no AC in your car. You're trying to get out of debt. We ate noodles for so long in our house. I went to Tiffany one day and said, hey, baby, can you make something else besides noodles? Come on, somebody, because we 99 cents for noodles. Tiffany put red sauce on it, yellow sauce, and we just, I'm tired of noodles. Just one day without noodles, baby, one day. But we're getting out of debt. Some of you don't want to get out of debt. You're like, oh, Pastor, you're talking crazy. No, I'm trying to help you today. I'm not talking crazy. I'm talking crazy because when you're enslaved, and you think what you're doing is normal, when I start talking like this, you start thinking, I'm crazy, but I'm the one with some sense. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you. You say, Pastor, you're being mean. I'm not being mean. I love you. I don't want you worried and stressed and robbing Peter to pay Paul. There's a different way to live. Somebody say, preach, Pastor. Yes, there is. There's another way to live. Another way to live. Number four is this. Number four is this. Or number three, number three, number three. Number three is write out a plan to get out of debt. Write out a plan to get out of debt. Elisha gave this lady a plan. I want you to remember, he said, go get the oil you've got. He said, gather some jars. Even go to your neighbors and get some jars. They'll give you some. They're just jars. Pour oil into the jars. Then he said, sell the oil. He gave her a plan. This lady got out of debt with a plan. You have to have a plan to experience financial freedom. It won't happen accidentally. And I meet people that say, no, 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 Pastor. I'm telling you, one day, one day, I'll be financially free. No, you won't without a plan. I love what Dave Ramsey says, on paper, on purpose. On paper, on purpose. You have to have an intentional plan. Write down how much you owe and who you owe. Write down, get it all on paper. Write down how much you bring in. Get it on paper. Get creative by cutting expenses. Get a plan. Get creative by getting some extra money to attack the debt. Then begin to pay down the debt. Take the smallest debt and pay it off first. And then and then take the money from the smallest one, the money you were putting towards it, and then pay down the next smallest debt. And then, then take that money once you pay it off and pay down the next debt. Dave Ramsey, Crown Financial, they, they call this debt snowball. Attack the debt until it's all gone. I don't have time today to dive deeper into it because we're going to be doing it in our worry-free class. Get to that class and we will talk to you practically about how to get out of debt. Steps and tools to get out of debt. Number four is this. Get God involved in your plan. Get God involved in your plan. I'm telling you, it works. This lady went to the man of God. She was having financial problems. She went to the man of God, to the prophet, and, and said, help me. She, she, she knew she needed God involved in her financial life. You see, there are two ways to get out of, out of debt. There's two ways to find financial freedom. Number one is this. Do it yourself. That is a way. It, it, it can work. You can just get out of debt by yourself. And... That can work. A second way you can get out of debt is get God involved in helping you get out of debt. And this lady got God involved. And here's what the scripture says. She, went, she got God involved and she, she took that, that, that oil and she had all of those jars and just a little oil and she began to pour. And you know what that lady experienced? She experienced the supernatural power of God. You see, friends, understand this. When you get God involved in your money, you get God involved in your debt, he can help you supernaturally to begin to experience financial freedom. 
And she began to pour, she began to pour, and God began to bless her financial life. And here's what I want you to understand. If you will put God first, if you will put God first, I'm, I'm telling you it works. Tiffany, I have done this from the beginning of our marriage before, I, before we got married. Put God to, to first by returning the tithe to the local church and just watch what God does. You say, Pastor, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get out of debt by using my tithe to pay down debt. You can do that, but just know you're doing it on your own. But get God involved by returning the first, the first 10%, return it to God, and then watch how God begins to work in your financial life. I'm a living witness. I've shared this story before when my wife and I first got married. I traveled full-time, and I didn't know that I was considered self-employed. I got my tax bill, and it said how much money I owed. I thought, oh, Lord Jesus, $40,000 worth of debt, and I owe what? And I went to lunch with the pastor who had no idea what we were going through. And he wrote a check and gave it to me. Had no idea. And that check covered the amount of my tax bill. My wife and I, we were getting ourselves out of debt. And we, we had saved up money to pay cash for our first car. Oh, I'm telling you somebody. I felt good. Pay cash for our first car. Early 20s. Went in there and started talking to this guy. He, had, he didn't know me. And as we began to talk, he, he was... He was inquisitive. Hey, tell me about yourself. And I start telling him I'm a young preacher and traveling the nation and preaching in churches and camps and conventions and around the world at conferences. And he was just really intrigued. Really? Yeah. Come to find out he was a Christian. And then he began to give me a deal. He said, you know what? I'm going to give you a really good deal. I just really believe in what you're doing. And he gave me a, a super phenomenal deal on a Ford Taurus. It was lime green. That thing was ugly, but it was new and that thing ran. You understand what I'm saying? It ran at a green Ford Taurus. Matter of fact, my pastor at the time, Pastor Charlie, I went, he loves cars, and I went to talk to Pastor Charlie at the home church we went to in Missouri, and, 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 and Charlie said, Herbert, something's wrong because that, that car is worth thousands of dollars more. How much you pay for that? He said, I'm telling you something's off that somebody that you don't know gave you a car and saved you thousands of dollars. Look, I'm looking at the book. The book value says it's worth I'm saying, I'm just telling you, that's how much I paid for it. And I think he thought that thing was going to break down. That baby ran all across America, somebody. That puppy ran because the supernatural favor of God began to work in my situation. All I'm saying, you can do it yourself or you can get God involved. Get, get God involved in your financial life and quit trying to do it yourself. We get actually in a mess when we try to do it ourselves. Take the first 10%. Give it to God. Let God work on your money. Number five is this. Number five is this. Be committed to paying off your debt. Be committed to it. Second Kings chapter 4 and verse 7 says this. She went and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your son can live on what is left. The, the prophet told her, listen, lady, the first, you have some extra money now. God showed up. He's provided. We've got creative with what you had. Now listen, lady, you got some extra, go pay off your debt and live on the rest. This is critical because when so many people get extra money, do you know what they do? They spend it. They raise their standard of living instead of attacking the debt. And what, what we have to do is this. We, we got to free up extra money. We got to get creative. We got to cut expenses. We got to get a part-time job. We, 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 we've got to see how much we owe and, and, and begin to attack that debt. We, we get a bonus. We get a raise. We don't spend it. We, 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 we attack that debt. Because, listen, at some point, you have to make up your mind, I'm putting down the shovel. 
and I'm going to get on a ladder and get out of this hole. I'm not digging any deeper. So, Pastor, how do I get on the ladder when you lay down the shovel and you start attacking that first debt? It may be $300. You attack it and pay it off. You just stepped up on the ladder. You attack the next one. You step up on the ladder until you get yourself out of the hole, but you'll never get out of the hole as long as you're holding the shovel. Put down the shovel and be committed to getting out of debt. You say, Pastor, you're preaching really passionate today. Can I tell you why? I hate what it did to me. I hate how I felt. I hate what it does to so many people that I talk to. The pressure, the tension, and I just get mad. Listen, I woke up one day and I went to Tiffany. We talked about it last night. I just went to Tiffany and I simply said, babe, we're not going to live like this. I didn't even know how we were going to get out of that debt. I just made up my mind that day. We are not going to live our lives like this. And at 23, Tiffany 21, we said we're getting out of this hole. And we just attacked it. Made up in our mind. We got committed to getting out of debt. And today, some of you, Spirit of the Lord is touching your heart right now. Make up your mind today to get financially free. That you can honor God and live worry free with peace in your finances.